One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like, truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 781-591-0390. You can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And do visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and join the Forever35 Facebook group. 
at facebook.com slash groups slash forever 35 podcast. The password is serums. And just a reminder that you can sign up for our newsletter at forever 35 podcast.com slash newsletter. I have a sick kid home again today, Dory. Oh gosh. (laughs) I got the call from the nurse. No. Sore throat again. No. Uh, Sore throat, currently COVID negative, but who uh, knows? Gosh. I know. It's never ending, huh? It feels relentless. I mean, you know, this would be like the norm in the winter anyway, but I think because there's always the, now there's like this, is it the, is it COVID question looming over everything? Mm -hmm. It just makes it, you know, like colds and a normal part of year-round life, but especially winter life. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I wanted to pose a question. Please. And I don't think you are going through this, but I think other people might be. Do we have thoughts on Encanto as the 2020 self-care practice? Or let me say this. Do we have thoughts on Encanto as the first self-care pop culture moment of 2020. 2022? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, we're in 2022. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, Meaning like, not that there hasn't been other amazing pop culture to consume, but I get the sense that a lot of adults are really letting go with Encanto and it might be part of self-care. Like it might be how people are just kind of getting through right now because we don't talk about Bruno as the number one song in the in the country. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just it's wanted to get your thoughts on this. Well, I have not seen the film. So it's hard for me to truly weigh in on this. But I, I will say everyone I know with children over the age of like I would say between the ages of like four and twelve, let's say. Like they have gone Encanto mad in those households. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That is what I'm experiencing right now. So we are a little too young for this. And uh, you aren't phenomenon. into it on your own. Like you are you rocking out to the tunes or is this I just am, not really? I am not. It has not really hit in okay. our home. I feel like I'm <laughs> I feel like it's like the calm before the storm for me, where like I know a year from now. Henry's mm-hmm. going to be like all up in like every Disney movie's business. And I'm just like, <laughs> let me just have a moment of peace before this starts. <laughs> it's um, coming for you. It's definitely coming. And you know what? When it comes, I will embrace it. I will be ready for it. But right now I'm just like, okay, let me just like not feel like I need to get super into this right now. Although, who knows? Maybe I would enjoy it. I mean, I only ask because I saw... I've seen a lot of TikToks and they're all of like middle-aged moms really rocking hard to the Encanto soundtrack. Don't you think that's because they have kids who are in that age range and that's how they got exposed to it? That is how I've heard it. I mean, I, I think that's how all this happens. It's how I know every word to like every Frozen and Moana song. But I also think the the music and the movie are really resonating. Yes. Separately. Yes, yes, yes. I hear and you. A lot of the videos are people like getting a lot of aggressive energy out as they rock out 
to a lot of the music. And I just feel like there's just a lot of like physical release coming along. I might be reading way too into TikToks that I'm watching. Oh, that's interesting. But this is me psychoanalyzing str- like culture on the internet. I feel like there's some sort of emotional release coming through the enjoyment of this music, which is very earwormy, catchy. I mean, it's yeah. the songs are great. Um, and I enjoyed the movie fine. But, you know, like my kids sit with each other. I mean, that's all, it's all I hear all day long. Wow. Okay. <sighs> yeah. So I'm just curious if anyone's, if anyone's connected to it in that way, because I, I don't know, it feels bigger than just like kids love this. If there's something bigger going on, but I don't quite know. And, and I mean, obviously, like one thing that's amazing about it is seeing representation on screen of people we haven't really seen as much, especially in a Disney movie. I mean, we're seeing a family in Colombia. Most Disney movies, you know, for the last 50 years have been just white people. So mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm, an a, a, mm-hmm. amazing part of it. So I don't want to, you know, not acknowledge that. Maybe that's, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm curious about what it is. If you're an adult Encanto fan, I need to hear from you. Yes, please reach out. I'm going to Google adult Encanto fans and see what I find. I bet you'll find a lot. (laughs) Honestly. I mean, I love being an adult Disney person. I have no shame in that. I love being adult Disney. Were you adult Disney before you moved to Southern California? Let's just say this. When I was 29 years old, Anthony and I took a 10-day trip to Disney World before we had children. That's right. 10 days. 10 days. days. It might have been like nine or eight days, but it was a very long trip. I don't know what we were thinking. And then it downpoured on our first day and we did the Magic Kingdom in like two hours because... It was raining and no one was there. So we like exhausted all the parks by day three. We were like testing out mini golf courses. Like we were doing, we went to all the hotels. Did you go to Universal? Did you go to SeaWorld? No, we, we didn't leave the property. No, oh no, no. Oh my no. gosh. No, no. We don't talk about. You Reno. know, you were like probably like 10 years too early, but I feel like now there's this whole world of Disney vloggers on YouTube. Yes. Who basically like some of them seem to literally like live at the parks. Like they will spend like five days in one hotel. Then they'll spend like four days in another hotel and they're like bopping around. And like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's very intense. So like you and Anthony could have been, were we YouTubers. the original Disney were, adult Disney yes. influencers? Yes, you <laughs> we were. were not. I mean, and I'm not. I'm not like a hardcore Disney adult, but um, you know, but I have no shame in the fact that I'm an adult who enjoys Disney and Disney World, Disneyland. Yeah, I have. I have a hat. I have ears. I have two Mickey hats. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of stuff. Anyway, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Deep breaths. I'm really excited. Um, Kate, I Mm. have to thank you. I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited. So I have been talking recently about how I can't consume anything like sad or depressing. Yeah. A lot of people have reached out to us about this who are feeling the same. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm not alone on that front. That's like very reassuring. Um, And then I had this revelation about this manuscript that I've been sort of working on on and off for the last, I don't know, 
five months or so, five or six months that I haven't really touched in a couple of months. And I said to Kate, I think I'm not working on my book because it's too depressing. And (laughs) it was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Like I had created this world that to like live (laughs) in it for me was just sort of grim. Well, then I said, like, tell me about it. And Dory laid out like grim thing after grim thing going on in this world. (laughs) (laughs) And then then was like, oh, yeah. And I forgot dot, dot, dot. There's also this grim thing. Like you had a lot of really like dark, heavy things all happening. I did. In this world you were creating that I think would be hard to kind of work through anytime. Yeah. But especially in this current moment. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I also sort of sketched out the, the broad plot points and you seemed into it genuinely. Mm-hmm. And so that was also encouraging because it's something that I haven't really talked about with many people or any people. Um, so that was also nice just to be like, Oh, well, okay. Maybe this is, despite the grimness, maybe this is something worth pursuing. And then Kate had a very good idea of how to simultaneously make it slightly darker initially, but then that would like get the darkness out mm-hmm, <laughs> very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And In with the dark could, and out with the dark. Yes. And then I could kind of move on. And I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. Oh. And so it was really. It was really nice to have this conversation. Um, Kate was very helpful as usual. It Keep kind of like going with these resurrected my interest in it and like resurrected my belief that it's like not a bad idea. It's definitely not. I was really excited about it. That's why I was like, please don't, please don't oh, give up. You. I love um, this. And so I worked on it a little bit today with the help of the time timer. <gasps> oh, I love a time timer. They were kind enough to send us several time timers. So I have one of them. I now have one of them on my desk. Um, and I used it to help me write a little bit today. Not a ton. Like I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ease into this, do a couple of like sprints. That's great. That's all and you then, need. That's all I need. I don't need to sit down for five hours and try to like get a ton of stuff out. Like I just need to ease back into this. And I did. So congratulations. This thank is you fantastic. So much, Kate, I really have to credit you. Wow. I mean, I will take it. I really appreciate you. God, thank you. Are, I mean, Shall I go on? Yes. (laughs) Dedicate this book to me. I mean, really, it should, you should name a character after me. I mean, I'm, I'm here for the accolades. Just one more thing that I remembered before we take a break. I am getting a monstrous zit on my nose. Oh no. Like right in the center. And it, it's right here. Can you, can you see where I'm pointing? I do see where you're pointing. Kind of like on the tip, like the left, it's like, the left side nostril and the tip. And I feel like my nose is kind of bulbous. So it has like a, I don't know, whatever it, it's one of those zits that is like growing underneath Mm, and it has turned the front of my nose (laughs) bright red. 
I have a pimple patch on it right now, so it doesn't look as red as it did. But like, I mean, literally, I felt like a clown. My husband this morning was like, why is your nose red? Oh, no. And I was like, it's a zit. He was like, you kind of look like W.C. Fields. And I was like, oh, great. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) But he's not he's not wrong. Look, he's not wrong. Um, So I'm just I'm just navigating that it it poked a little bit out this morning and I was able to get a little bit of gunk out, but it's not, it's not fully degunked yet. And I'm just like, come on, can we like get this over with? Dory. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. So those really like hurty ones under the skin. Yes. But I've never had one right here that really like, Mm -hmm. I mean, my nose got, red like it was crazy <laughs> like inflamed have you been like icing it at all no but maybe i should because honestly been, it sounds been, like it is inflamed i've been pimple patching like mad <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good we still don't have to go out too far in public right now well, with our and jobs. also when we go out in public it's covered by my mask <gasps> that's right so that at least that's right Anyway, all right, now we right, should really break. take a break. Okay, take a break. Okay, okay here be we go. Right bye bye. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, 
if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out, it's vacations. I mean, it, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, 
That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. All right. We have returned. Oh, Kate, I'm sorry. I do have one more update. What? I know we already took a break, but I have another update. What's going Very on? Very quickly. I finished Persuasion. Ooh. And I've did you moved like it? On, I've never read it. I've moved on to Mansfield Park. Nice. You are in an Austin phase. I am. Well, and you know, I realized I I never read Mansfield Park or Persuasion. I've read Me neither. Pride and Prejudice, Sense and Sensibility, That's- Emma, and Northanger Abbey. But I'd never, oh, never read, read that uh, Mansfield Park or Persuasion. And and it, they're, it's really, qu- they're really quite delightful to read. Oh, okay. This could be a fun diversion. Yeah. Okay. I'm very happy for you. I like an Austin phase for you. I might even go back and read the ones that I've already read because like, I mean, when was the last time I read them? Probably college. Which Do you was think like- we should... A thousand years ago. Yeah, that's. I, I read Pride and Prejudice again in like 2010 and went through like a big Pride and Prejudice phase and read like the kind of approved fan fiction, like the sequels, oh. like Mr. Darcy Takes a Wife, I think it's called. Yeah, and I read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Do you think we should try to get Jane Austen on the pod? Probably. Right. Give her she'd contact be- info? Yeah, yeah. I'll just shoot I'll shoot her people an email. I feel like she'd be great. I would love to hear about she her self care practices. She would be great. I mean, I know no, never mind, I'm not gonna say <laughs> I can't wait to hear what that was gonna be. Uh, okay. All right. Let's hear from some listeners. Enough okay. about me. Enough of us. Ugh. Um, All right. This is a text that we received. Hi, Kate and Dory. I just listened to your interview with Winter Mitchell and wanted to thank her for sharing her infertility story. I usually feel so alone in my pain and frustration and longing, and she made me feel so seen and heard. I've been doing IUI and IVF since 2019 with no success and no explanation as to what is wrong. Multiple doctors have made me feel like this is my fault. I've eaten the wrong things, exercised too much, exercised too little been too stressed, which only makes me more stressed, drank the wrong water. One natural doc told me the water in LA has too much metal in it and tried to sell me his very expensive filter, etc., etc. That makes me feel anger and shame. That's so unproductive. I've also written a three-page letter to my doc about how carelessly they've handled my treatment after sending me the completely wrong protocol with the wrong meds the night before starting a cycle. And only then does she start taking my calls. Women are at their most vulnerable when seeking fertility treatment. And yet we are made to feel like garbage. It's not okay. I don't know how to fix it except to share my own story and hope it makes others feel less alone. Love you both. And thank you. Mm. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I bet you have. I'm so glad this listener shared with us. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. 
And I also love that they wrote a three-page letter to their doctor because, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for you. I mean, the, we could talk about this for hours, but I, I do think part of the problem is it's often not covered by insurance. It's not closely regulated. And so it feels it doesn't it's not it doesn't feel like a scam when you're going through it but it does feel a little bit like are these people just taking advantage of me and like yeah is anything they're doing like actually doing anything and why did i just spend like twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars you know like it and it just like keeps going and like it it's so painful and stressful um ugh, i'm sorry this blows it does blow, but I I love that you really seem to have this listener has really seen through the bullshit, and um, I'm glad that you are sharing this because we are yes. totally always made to feel like it's our fault, and I think that is, is especially true with fertility. Hmm. Anyway, yep. Thank yep. you, listener. Yep. We received a lot of um messages about our interview with winter and and just how people were really moved by what winter shared. I'm really, I'm really glad we had that conversation. Me too. All right, Dory, an email poor, poor us. I was going to say poor vu, but I guess that's, that's the plural. Poor new. Poor new, poor. <laughs> it's for oh. us, right? Yeah, it is. Poor new. 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 Yeah. Wait, isn't new. new we? Okay. I don't remember. Sorry, French people. Yeah, but it, it also, it also means us. Okay. I'll have that straightened out by the time we go on our tour of France or okay. Quebec. <laughs> Hi, Kat and Dor. First time, long time. I'm reaching out for hair advice. I'm 32 years old and have spent most of my adult life with big Topanga from Boy Meets World hair. After a horrendous 2021, I decided to get a pixie cut. It was something I wanted to do for years. I feel so great with my new short hair and I get a lot of compliments from my female friends and colleagues. I even get compliments from strangers. I'm sure you both, along with your audience, can guess the one person in my life who hasn't been as generous with the compliments, though. My husband. To his credit, my husband has never, ever told me what to do with my hair or any other part of my physical appearance. At least in words, he's always supportive of my choices and tells me I'm beautiful. But when I came home with my drastic cut, I knew immediately that he wasn't into it. I basically feel that he, like many men, have been socialized to prefer long hair. I feel so confident during the day, but when I come home at night or when we're being intimate, my confidence drains. Again, this is not because of anything my husband says or does, but I read people very well and know what my husband is secretly thinking. Is this haircut worth it? Despite the power and confidence I feel during the day, does it really do anything if the one person I care most about doesn't like it? I am undecided about whether or not to grow up my hair. I would love your thoughts. Hmm. Tori, do you have thoughts? Well, my first thought is, have you had a conversation with him about this? No, she says. It sounds like no. Yes. Okay. She, I think you know, you're she, going where I want to go here. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think it's worth having this, a very open conversation with your husband um, about this. This also really reminds me of the episode of My So-Called Life where the mom comes home with a pixie <gasps> cut. Yes! Oh my god, I forgot about that episode! And the dad is like, oh. (laughs) I mean, you know what? I will say, when I was 17, my boyfriend 
at the time had the most beautiful kind of like wavy curly blonde hair to like his chin and like look i was a hippie it really scratched the itch inside me and then he cut it all off and i cried i fully cried yeah now i'm not saying that this isn't completely like there's gender normative bullshit happening here. I totally agree with you, listener. But I will say I have had that kind of like, and I didn't mean I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I just really thought he looked hot with the sh- the long hair. I still was attracted to him. I'm sure your mm-hmm. husband. I mean, I'm I'm I think Dory is right. A conversation must be had, even though you we do know our spouses very well. You don't know what he's secretly thinking, and even yeah. if he is thinking what you think he's thinking, I think it's better to get it out in the open. I agree. And also, yes, the haircut's worth it. You feel power and confidence during the day. Like, I think it's all, and I I don't mean to put this on you, but I think you have to decide if you cannot give a shit about what your husband thinks of your hair. But I think you have to talk to him about it. Yeah, I do too. And also, like, he needs to fucking deal, but it sounds like he is trying to, it sounds like he he hasn't said anything. But I think it, it sounds like it's worth it. Oh, all that matters is that you love it and you do. Mm-hmm. You love it. You love how it looks. You feel confident. You've wanted to do this your whole life. I mean, you wrote power and confidence. Those are amazing ways to feel. I, I just, mm-hmm. I think if this is your hair, if this is your hair style, you know, your husband's going to have to grow to accept it after the conversation you're going to have. And I think that means you have to take that power and confidence and just channel it into not really giving a shit whether or not he likes it. Yes. Can I say one more thing? Uh, I know for yes, you may. I know for a fact that my husband prefers me with short hair. Like, is attract. Okay, let me let me phrase this differently. Okay. Okay. I know for a fact that Anthony really loves when I have short haircuts. He loves short hair. I think on women, he likes it on me. I think if he was going to do my hair, he would cut it short. And like, sh- I'm talking like bob or shorter. Yeah, he loves a short hairdo. But he likes, you know, like, but I don't give a shit. My hair's really long right now. Like, I, he, he does not factor at all into my decision making about my hair. Does Matt? Uh, no, no. But yeah. I know he likes long hair. Okay, okay. Which is interesting. Um, I guess what I'm saying to this listener is that I can loan you Anthony and he will compliment and love your pixie cut. That is so generous. Yeah. I'll just give you, I'll just hand over my husband for a little bit. He'll, he'll like it. And then you can come back here where I have long hair. Great. I love this plan. He's a long hair man. All right. We are going to take another break and then we're coming back with a very spicy email. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. 
And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we're back. Um, as promised, here's the spicy email. <laughs> Do you think that's an accurate representation? Perhaps I over, I overdid it there. I don't think it's spicy. It's not spicy. I think my feelings about no, it are that's, spicy. That's what I meant. I meant that yeah. like our, our, I think our responses to it are going to be spicy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Hi, Cat and Door. I'm currently struggling to tolerate my grieving best friend's behavior. Her partner I'd also become friends with died very suddenly last December, completely flipping her life upside down and moving her across the country back home. I don't blame her for relying on alcohol and flouting COVID recommendations to hang out with anyone who is available. I know she is just trying to scrape by this terrible year. She's been receptive to my gentle inquiries and concerns, but I'm struggling to continue to put her first when these behaviors are building walls to being able to be there for her and heartbroken watching from the sidelines as my best friend spirals. What is the space where I can feel my own hurt and annoyance over these losses and show up for my best friend when she needs it the most? Thank you for the valuable work you do, Heather. Okay, Heather, here's the first thing I want you to do. I want you to Google grief ring theory, okay? And this might help you kind of understand where you should go to talk about what you're feeling. 
it basically is a model that centers the person who is grieving at the center of this, um, what's the word image, this circle. And then every ring, um, represents the person closest to them, next closest, next closest, you know, from like immediate family members or spouse or partner or kids or whoever to like all the way out to like acquaintances or work colleagues or whatever. And the general philosophy is that wherever you are in that circle, you can dump your feelings outward, but you do not go in. You give comfort in and you dump out. Does that, does that sound comprehensible? Does that make sense? As I, I mean, I'm familiar with ring theory, but it yeah. does make sense to so, me the way you have explained it. Because as someone who wrote a book about my mom dying somewhat suddenly, and I have a lot of thoughts about grief and what it means to grieve. And I would, I'm, I know, it, I think it can be really hard and confusing when someone is grieving and you don't quite know how to process it. So I would take those concerns and talk to people about them. Um, but I, uh, but I'm, I think you need to keep showing up for your friend in a way that reps honors your boundaries because respectfully, it's not about you, but you are sound like you're feeling your own hurt, hurt and annoyance over these losses. I don't know what annoyance means, but it sounds like you're also grieving this person. And so you have a right to feel grief. And I do think you need to find your people that you can express your grief, your frustration, et cetera, to. Um, but then I think you also need to tap into your empathy well and understand that you don't fully understand what this person's going through. I love everything you're saying. I also want to gently suggest to this listener that it can be challenging when people do not perform grief in the way that we are expecting or we want them to or we think is quote unquote appropriate. And I think it is on you to let those preconceptions go. Dory, I think that's really great advice. Thank you, Kate. Um, yeah. And right. I think it's fair for this person to honor her frustration. Um, but you need to find your space for that. Totally. All right. All right. Dory, let's play a voicemail before we wrap up um, from a listener who has a question about their shower habits. Hi, this is Melissa calling from Ontario, Canada. Uh, I literally just got out of a darkened closet blindfolded because I finally read uh, Glennon Doyle's Untamed, which I've been avoiding for so long because it just seemed annoying. But I really liked her bit on meditation. Um, so I'm giving it a try. And one of the thoughts that came in my head, which I know you're supposed to let them pass you by and focus on your breathing. But one of the thoughts I had was, oh, I meant to call Forever 35 and ask them this question. So I'm just wondering if anybody else does this. When you're in the shower, near the end of the shower, when your skin is really soft, does anybody else like take their fingernail and sort of scratch or drag it across like the sides of your nose? or the middle of your chin, or sort of anywhere else on your face where you get a very satisfying but disgusting, you know, dead skin cells or other things under your fingernail. You can very visibly see what you've just taken off your face. I don't know if anyone else does that, but I always feel like I've just given myself a little extra exfoliation or something. Anyway, just curious if anyone else has done this. If it's bad for me, I'll still probably do it because it's really satisfying. But anyway, 
Thank you so much. I love, love, love the podcast. I'm still behind, but I like to stay for them, so I kind of keep them as a treat. Um, and thank you for all you do. Much appreciated. Bye. This is a real um, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, J-Mo situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just me or everyone for people who are not familiar. Um, yeah. And is it just this person or is it everyone? I mean, I do not do this. Do you do nor this? I. Nope, so nor I. So in this sample size of people, <laughs> it's just you, listener. But. We throw this out to the rest of the listening audience. Does anyone else do this? Please let us know. Yep. And even if nobody else does, it's totally normal. Um, well, on that note, let's say farewell to all of our friends. Thank you all so much for listening and trusting us with your questions and thoughts. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>